All right. Welcome to Crypto Like a Boss. Episode one of what will be a million. I am so excited to be here with Heather and Havenwood. We got the HH and the AA, baby. That's right. So welcome to the first, very first edition of Crypto Like a Boss. My name is Heather Havenwood, and this is my co-host, Adrian Ashley. Woo! I'm so excited to do this as we are now in January 2021. Do you know what crypto Bitcoin is today? I haven't looked. Uh, I haven't looked. I think 34. 34. Well, I remember when I first started investing in crypto, it was like eight, seven and eight. And now it's over 30, 35, 38 in a couple of days. And that is why we are some smart bitches and we are doing the crypto like a boss. That's right. Crypto like, like a boss. Like hey, a you boss. want to tell them what like a boss means? Yeah. So like a boss means, it really means being in alignment with your value and being in alignment with who you are, but more importantly, owning your life and not letting other people dictate who and what you are. And when you are a boss of your life, you're fully responsible for every piece of information coming into your brain and you get to choose everything you do, including investing in crypto and and how you invest in crypto that's right whether you're a hodler whether you're a day trader whether Mm -hmm. what you will find the spot in the market that feels right to you and like a boss the reason like a boss is so very important in crypto yep personal responsibility and self-reliance 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 which brings me into let's introduce who the hell you are adrian (laughs) ashley i'm going to start with you i'm going to introduce you so first of all welcome to crypto like a boss with adrian ashley and myself heather havenwood insights with insights with insiders insights with influencers actually with blockchain bitcoin crypto and artificial intelligence and we have the famous adrian ashley She's been named best female influencer in blockchain in 2019 and one of the top 45, over 45 award-winning tech entrepreneurs. Adrian Ashley is a multi-hyphenated, I don't understand that word, I'll ask you later. Okay, multi-hyphen serial entrepreneur who taps multiple industries to get winning projects. She's an award-winning film producer and author of a pioneer in hashtag social TV and an international speaker. Her latest venture, Lola, I can never Lolly. Lolly. dot L O. I'm, you know, Lolly, solve, I know, I know you got a co-host that can't read. Solve <laughs> the me too epidemic by putting consent on the blockchain while helping women find love and money. There you go. Well, I don't know if Lolly helps them find money, but it'll certainly help them from losing money to dating scams. That's right. That's right. I think you gotta, you know, you gotta, you gotta make sure you're dating the right kind of the guy, right? The equal. I mean, it's kind of a good thing, right? It's like if I go on a date and I go, oh, I'm into crypto, blockchain, and Bitcoin, and he's like, oh, that's stupid. I'm like, and you're out. Yeah, you're out. You're out. So it's, again, personal responsibility, self-reliance, owning your values. Now, let's just get into who my co-host, Ms. Heather Ann Havenwood, is here, because uh, she is an award-winning media mogul. She's the founder of the Influencer Growth Academy, along with being the chief visionary of Influencer Tribe, a female-centric entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial community. And she's the author of the top-selling book, Sexy Boss, How Fem- Female Empowerment is Changing the Rulebook in Business. She was recognized by the Stevie Awards as the most innovative woman of the year in social media for 2020, named top media mogul in 2020 by the Women of Achievement Association for her work with women. But, you know, she talks all about this women thing. But I got to tell you, I know some of her badass male clients and they love her. So. I, I think she does more than just women. I do. For 10 years, I taught men how to date women, and I figured it was a lost fucking cause. So <laughs> I, figured I'd, I figured I'd help women now. Nothing there against you, boys. We love you. We do. We, we do. are too. I mean, first of all, first of all, are we the only? I mean, you're really into the blockchain world of crypto. You know all the, the peeps, which I'm super excited about. That's what truly what I'm so excited about because I don't know a lot of people. However, yeah. are we the only dual female crypto no. blockchain no. podcast? No? no, I don't think so. Oh. I don't think so. We will be the top 
female oh, duo crypto yeah. podcast uh, very, very shortly. This is our first episode to kind of introduce you to us, kind of get a feel for our style. You know, I've been in, I got my first Bitcoin in 2009 when someone asked me if I would take Bitcoin as my consulting fee. And I'm like, what the fuck is Bitcoin? And you know what I love about this podcast is I was like, can I say fuck? She's like, yeah. uh-huh. Yeah, you can fuck. Yeah. You, can you know, it's that. really hard when I'm on national TV and I'm like, I got to censor myself, which means normally the words come from the universe through my brain and out my mouth without a filter. <laughs> so that's, that's what you're going to get a lot of here. And, yeah. and we may say take some side road tangents, but I promise we will actually come back to the topic sometimes. Yes. Uh, yes. But but they will be entertaining all the ways. Mm -hmm. so We're very entertaining. Information and entertainment. What do you call that? Infotainment. There you go. Infotainment. Yeah, I think I think that we are like the the two blondes, H H and A A. We got to create a nickname for that for sure. Yeah. I remember when I was introduced into Bitcoin, it was about two and a half years ago. And I had a guy, he's here in Dallas. He's actually uh, the, the person on this, the original podcast on this link, if you see it, it's who I interviewed, Gary Leland. I'm very, very, very appreciative of him. He's like, I want you to come to my BitBlock Boom podcast conference in Dallas. I'm like, I don't know what the hell that is. He's like, I'm, I'm just going to send you a ticket. Like, I just want you to come because there's very few women. And I thought, oh, okay, well, I'm used to like being in the room full of boys. No, this was not room full of guys. It was a room full of like little boys who wouldn't talk to me for three days at all. But I did learn, learn a lot about Bitcoin and they're all Bitcoin maximalists or maximalists. Yes. So, so maximalists are Bitcoin only. Yes. And uh, then there are the rest of us that are, we look at projects. So just to give you a little in, a little insight into my investment strategy and my promotion of blockchain. Yeah. So I launched Crypto Vixens mm -hmm. and Heather here is one of our Crypto Vixens. Uh, we inspire women to join founding teams as either co-founders or advisors regardless of technical expertise. And here's why. Because the internet was invented by a bunch of men in the basement in their underwear, and the culture was set by the time women figured it out. We're not going to allow that to happen this time because Lambos right. and strip clubs are great every now and again. But, you know, a lot of the projects that women found are really there to serve the world, right? Like Snap right. Nurse, one of my favorite. I have nothing to do with Snap Nurse. I literally met the co-founder like three and a half years ago, fell in love with the project, and I talk about it all the time. This is what a project that's inspirational can do. We have a nursing shortage. Heck, we've been in a pandemic for a year. And in order for a nurse to go work somewhere else, it takes about three weeks to get the credentials and everything signed off. With Snap Nurse, they're all on the blockchain. You walk in, you scan the QR code, everything's verified, boom, go to work. That wow. solves the problem. Internationally, that solves a problem, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm generally going to lean towards projects that are more drive blockchain adoption into the mainstream. And, mm -hmm. you know, everybody goes, Bitcoin, Bitcoin, Bitcoin. I'm like, do you know how many tokens there are out there? Oh. Yeah, I think it's been, it's been, um, kind of mushed together. And then uh, I just sent you about two days ago, something that the whitehouse.gov on, on their news release, our, our current president, Mr. Trump just announced an entire new um, division specifically geared towards artificial intelligence. And so I, I said to you, Hey, we let's make sure we add that piece. Yes. Because if the government's creating a whole new division just for this and they're putting funding and there was a whole briefing on the white house briefing i thought we really need to focus on that because it's right artificial intelligence is here like it not like it against it whatever your beliefs you still got to learn it that's one thing i've learned from you and some of my other mentors the last couple of years is that you know people get upset when they they don't understand something they get mad at like well bitcoin is stupid well you don't understand it have you spent hours yeah. understanding and learning it and, and no well that's because they don't like the change. And that's one of the reasons why I want to bring this show and having a female perspective is because I want more women to 
be lean in and lean in and ask questions and lean in and say, oh, I want to learn this in an environment where I feel I can learn because it's the cutting edge. And we want more women on the cutting edge of projects, blockchain, blockchain, Bitcoin, crypto and artificial intelligence. Oh, I want way more women in artificial intelligence because I, I was at I was at one of the family office events and we had this badass panel. It was so good. And it was on ethics and AI. And I mean, mm -hmm. let's face it, whoever is raising this AI child is actually controlling the future of the world. So there are multiple competing AIs. Who's teaching them? How is China teaching theirs? How is Europe teaching theirs? How is the United States teaching theirs? The teachers, the parents of these AI, we really need to know how they're doing it, what they're looking at. You know, one of my favorite people in the whole wide world, X, she does uh, diversity stuff and she works. Wait, wait. With her name is X. Her name is X. Okay. It's making her sure I mean, the people are going to ah, well, I'm trying so hard. She, she, X is a they, them. Oh, okay. I am trying to get my vernacular correct because I have about five people in my life that are brilliant, fabulous, wonderful, that I respect beyond belief that are they, them. And I'm trying to work that. I can switch he, she, no problem. That's super easy. I got that part down. I've been doing that for years, but I got to work in the third option now yeah. and I'm trying to be respectful and do that because it really does matter. So, okay. But X talks about how a lot of the AI and the facial recognition technology can yeah. really only recognize white and mostly male faces because that's how it's been trained. Right. And, so, and, and X works for Google, formerly of Microsoft, formerly eight years in military intelligence. Like mm -hmm. you want to talk about somebody who is DARPA certified, like knows what the heck is going on. That's X. So so this whole idea of if we're going to train an AI to do anything, it needs to be able to apply its logic universally and equally. OK, so that's a big deal when it comes to ethics and AI. And, you know, people are like, what happens when an AI knows everything about you? I'm like, well, you know, I sold my life to Google, Amazon, Netflix, but, you know, Google knows everything there is to know about me. So does Apple. And, you know, what it does, it serves me up better porn. So I'm okay with that. <laughs> now, do I care if Google knows It serves me up better porn. Hold on. I got to stop there for a second. So my porn is Peloton. Peloton is a guy named David. And if you are a Peloton listener, if y'all know what it is, you know exactly what I'm talking about. When I get on the bike and I watch David, I'm like, I'm in female porn. That's all I have to say. Women, if you have a Peloton, please follow me at, at sexyboss10 on Peloton. But I, you know what I'm talking about. I send pictures on my on my Facebook and I just say female porn because there you go, right? Everybody's got their thing. And so Google knows that about you. Yeah. It's not serving you up naughty stuff. It's serving you up Peloton and maybe some shirtless apps. But that's Google. Google knows that's your porn, right? So it yeah. filters everything so you don't have to go through everything. It just kind of, you know, bubbles up to the top, the good stuff. And when I really want to dive deep in something and I'm researching something and I really don't want that filter, then I go to DuckDuckGo on a Tor browser. And then yeah, I gonna, so we're gonna we're gonna teach a lot of people here about alternative stuff. So share and with that again. That was our thing about research: personal responsibility and self reliance. Your keys, your responsibility. Um, you know, first off, those of you who are new, you probably went in and bought a you know got a Coinbase account. That is what's called a custodial wallet. That means Coinbase owns your stuff, just like a bank. You cannot just randomly go put your keys in another wallet and move your stuff. Okay, hold on. I have Coinbase. <laughs> well, see, okay, I want people to understand. I'm kind of the kindergartner here <laughs> and she's the amazing expert at this, but that's why I've teamed up with her because I want to be able to ask her the kindergarten questions for you who's listening going, I was asked thinking of the same thing when she said that so that I will ask it and then you can explain because I didn't know that Coinbase is a bad thing. You'll have to, what, now what's okay. my father? What do I do? Coinbase is not a bad thing, but Coinbase is very much like training wheels. It is a third party wallet. Okay. It is there. They own the tokens that are in there. And you have access to them through your wallet portal. But it is a custodial wallet. It's kind of like mm -hmm. when you deposit your money in the bank. The bank has the money. 
Now you have the rights to the money, but if the bank suddenly folds, your money is gone, right? Okay, so what so do I do? Well, so then you have what are called non-custodial wallets, like bread and like cocaine. Bread? Bread. Bread. B-R-E-A-D. Bread. We're going to have to do show notes. We are so, going to do show notes. But I just want to make sure people are listening. Bread. I mean, I'm just, I'm writing it. Bread. 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 Like, you know, sandwich bread. Okay. All right. Bread. Copay. Okay. So those wallets, it is an, an online wallet, right? Or okay. it's an app that you download to your phone. But that is your keys, your responsibility. If you lose your keys, I'm a pre-wallet holder who lost her keys, 2,500 Bitcoin. Don't even start with me. I know, look at the face. Don't even start with me because I, yeah. So the, the, what, the money I got, the Bitcoin I got in 2009, I had it. I had it on a computer. This is pre-wallet era. And I had, and I, I'm, we've even hypnotized me to go and look at the keys because I'm very visual. I remember the computer, but I gave that computer to a nonprofit so that they could teach their kids uh, video editing because that was my video editing computer. Right. So then my Outlook folder, I was like, I must have a message in there. I'll be able to backtrace it. They can go through their wallet and they can find it. And, like, and the Outlook archive is completely corrupted. We've, We've we've tried like to open it. It's just it's you so can't I, go find that kid and go give me my computer back. <laughs> I did try. Can't find it. I mean, I would I'd be like, oh hello, little boy. Hello, I'm can I have that back? Or did you update everything? So and then I mean, worse than that, my former CTO, so he used to mine Bitcoin. And and then he every time he changes computers, he like wipes he wipes the hard drive or more fun for him is he takes everything he needs off the old hard drive, puts it on the new computer. Once it's up and running and everything's good, he pulls the old hard drive, goes out to the desert and blows it up. So that brings me to the story that says 140, what is it? $140 billion of Bitcoin is locked away forever. Okay, so that includes what I lost in the early days. That includes a bunch of other people that threw away a couple thousand here, a couple thousand there. Oh my God! Doctors, I know we're all like, I mean, there there are people who have talked me about on a yacht with a smoking hot David rubbing my shoulders. Yes, you absolutely and my feet in other areas when needed. That's right. Whatever is needed. Yes. So a lot of people are are going through this like you know, FOMO. And so in 2017, when it hit 20,000, I had people going, do you know how much your wallet that you can't find is worth? I'm like, yes, I, I do. Please don't, don't do the math for me. I'm going to launch my dating app. My exit is 300 million. That's my goal. I've set that. I visualize that I'm going to make my money back elsewhere. And then that 40 million that I lost is just not going to feel like that. And then <laughs> it hit like 37, 38, 39. And I'm like that $80 million that I lost, I'm just not going to, I'm just going to, I'm going to do an entrepreneurial thing that's actually going to to bring me in that same level of wealth. You can say it this way. I didn't lose it. I released it back to the universe. And so the universe will give it back. Yes. That's loss is not a good word, right? No, you're it's right. Like, I okay. released it back to the universe. Thank you, universe. Now I asked for it. In a new channel. In a new form. Thank you, right? Thank Transformation. You. Universe, please uniswap that for me and make my token for my company as valuable as the Bitcoin that I released back to the universe in 2009. I right? gave it away. Thank you. I universe. gave it away, right? I did. <laughs> I actually really did. I don't even know if they know. I don't. I don't think I'm they sure do. they can figure that out. Yeah, it's not like it's a kindergarten thing, right? No, because it's like it's Cody Gobbledygook. I mean, like 26 hexadecimals. Who the heck knows what that is? So okay, let's so let so just just bring it in. I'm the I'm the straight line for you. I bring you okay. in. But, okay, so someone's listening. This is 101 crypto like a boss.io. We are looking, we are gonna be doing guests and speakers. We are looking for for um for sponsors, we're going to be killing it. We are going to be the money honeys. I like that term. I don't like it. Money honeys of crypto. And our encouragement is to give you a process to please. Yes, we know that the Bitcoin is at a very high rate, but I, we want you to learn. We want you to yes. feel strong and confident to get in the game. And I was sharing with you when I got off the plane two days ago, 
All right. I called you. I'm like, oh my God, this is an omen. This is so like an omen. I'm literally sitting in Southwest airline flight. And by the way, this is in January, 2020. And I thought Southwest was still like not letting the middle seat be free. Yeah. yeah no, the plane was packed. Yeah. Freaking packed. And we're all packed like sardines, but we have masks on. Give me a break. So the girl next to me, we're packed in and I started talking to her. She's 24 years old, super cute. And she's telling me that she's really into Bitcoin and, and stuff like that. And I thought, well, why? And she goes, well, my boyfriend who I've been with for two years won't shut up about it. So, so I figured I'd just start listening to him. <laughs> so I got into it because he won't shut up. And so I'm doing it. But then I, my girlfriends are trying to understand it. And I don't know enough to like explain it. I just like regurgitate what he said. So I told her like, well, my girlfriend and I are starting a podcast. She's like, why? What's the name? So that's what's so beautiful about this. I mean, we're in our 40s. Well, I'm in my 40s. I don't know how old you are. I'm 52. Okay, 52. But I don't look it. You don't. I think I look older than you. No, I'm just kidding. I think it's a light. <laughs> no, you do look like you should have gone to the beach instead of the snow. Because you've got a little bit of a sunglasses thing from I your did. mirrored sunglasses. You looked like you were fully like sun dancing out with the, the fox fur coat and the leather pants and everything. It was super cute. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, yes. Okay. I know. Okay. Going back to that, we want you to invest. We really want you to feel comfortable in choosing your own reality and be like a boss and say, I'm going to invest my own money. Right. Because you really, my view is that you really can't become wealthy until you invest. Yes. You can and this is not investment advice. Correct. The process that we are teaching you. Yeah. is how to get confident doing your own research. Because here's the other fun one about Coinbase. It only shows you in your wallet and gives you access to things that they determine and they list. So they just delisted Ripple. I'm trying to get the CEO of Ripple to come on. So if you had Ripple in your Coinbase wallet and they delisted it, you no longer have access to it. And this happened, so a lot of people back during the ICO craze had Coinbase mm -hmm. and they were newbies and they're like, I'm gonna buy $50 worth of this or whatever. And they would put their wallet address in the form and then they would be sent their alt tokens for whatever project it was yeah. to their Coinbase wallet. Coinbase does not have the option for you to actually add custom tokens. So those coins are gone. So this is why you want MetaMask in your Chrome browser. You want to use Copay. You want to use Red. You want a self-hosted, you want a, a non-custodial wallet, right? Okay. So now I want, no kindergarten here. You're going to teach me. So I, I know, but I'm just saying it's your keys, your responsibility. How do I move it? I'm going to move it from Coinbase to what? Bread? Yes to whichever one you like. I would say download the uni, uni, uh, interfaces, add them, add MetaMask to your browser because a lot of a lot of token projects, a lot of blockchain projects require you to log in with MetaMask. So that's always good to have. And uh, I had to wipe my computer, literally wipe clean. And- So what's MetaMask? I, I had to go through meticulously every single wallet I had downloaded and it was on my computer to make sure that I had transferred everything out first. Cause if I wiped it, it's gone. And then I go to log into MetaMask and I can't remember my password. So a so MetaMask is a crypto wallet and gateway to blockchain apps. Is that right? It's yes. And, and so thankfully with MetaMask, you have these things and all the, a lot of these other wallets, you have what are called seed phrases. So this is a long string of common words and you have to write them down. And so mm. thankfully I had written it down. Uh, and, and then I was able to pull it in because I was like, oh crap, my entire project's token base, which is a billion tokens, is in that wallet. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't okay, recommend. So, okay, hold on. Explain this to the listener. Okay. So I'm on MetaMask. I just downloaded, I just added it to my Chrome extension. Yes. It's saying, welcome to MetaMask, connecting you to Ethereum and the decentralized web. What does all that mean? So Ethereum is another flavor of crypto token. Okay. So you have Bitcoin, which is like, everybody looks at Bitcoin like 
the granddaddy, like your IRA account, like the gold, right? right. Like it's gold in the Swiss banks. There's only 21 million. There's uh, so there's a limited supply. Every time it hits a certain point, the rewards for the miners who maintain the blockchain halves. That increases the value. So you know, Bitcoin is its own thing. Ethereum, on the other hand, was built specifically to allow blockchain integration with applications. So they have a programming language called Solidity. So this is why, and and it's good, and it's bad. So it's super easy to build. I got the hiccups. I'm so excited. It's super easy to build. What's super easy to build? Um, uh, tokens on okay. Ethereum. You can mint tokens on Ethereum. Hold on. So let's like, I, if I if I haven't figured out what you're saying, I'm not. I've lost you, right? So the first thing is MetaMask. This is MetaMask right here. Right? I was explaining Ethereum. Okay. Because. Oh. MetaMask is an Ethereum wallet. Okay, so then I need to download this, which I did, and I got an extension. Yep, add so your now I have this wallet, and I'll so, need to create a wallet. Yes. Okay, cool. All right, so keep going then. Okay, so Ethereum allows people to build applications, right? And there's all sorts of applications. It can be used for money transfer. It can be used for identity. There's all sorts of things it can be used for. And you program it through this language called Solidity. And there are a ton of people that know this language. So it's easy to find developers. Okay. Now, there's one thing about Ethereum that I hesitate to leave my tokens on there as my monetary system and my reputation and staking for my app because we had a little incident called CryptoKitties. So CryptoKitties is a viral, almost like, you know, a Facebook app. Like it's not, but it's it's like basically you are breeding digital kitty cats. And then there's this whole like trail and how much are they worth? And this one's purple and that one's white. And then they all have these different features. But in order to get the features, you have to breed the cats. And then it becomes... It's it's literally tokenized art. So it's digital art and a game, and it it brought Ethereum to a screeching halt. And okay. it drove it up to the point where if you want to buy a $5 cup of coffee, it's going to cost you $45 in gas to use your Ethereum. So that doesn't work. CryptoKitties itself was amazing and fabulous. Uh, it was a great concept. It showed what can be done, but the gas fees just didn't work that well on Ethereum. And if you're another application yeah. on Ethereum, you were ground to a halt. It sounds like kitty porn though. Crypto kitty just sounds really weird to me. They are actually adorable. And you know who taught me crypto kitties was my friend, my friend Russell Castagnero's daughter. She's 12 taught me crypto kitties. Oh my God. And I never figured it out. I kept trying to buy crypto kitties. And I was like, I don't, I don't, I'm a tech person. I used to break into banks for a living. I traveled the world for three years teaching hedge funds and family offices how to do due diligence in blockchain, like analyzing projects, looking at tokenomics, like all this stuff. And I still to this day could not buy a crypto kitty. So that is a user interface issue. Okay. This is the all challenge right. that we have as, as podcasters, as influencers, as people trying to drive blockchain into the mainstream vernacular, right? User interface. It needs to be as easy as using email because nobody knows how email works. It just works. Okay. So step one, get rid of Coinbase. <laughs> step two, get MetaMask. And where do I, where do I move my money out of Coinbase here? To, it depends. If you have Bitcoin, then you want to go use a, a wallet like Copay. This is an Ethereum wallet. Copay. Um, I use a, I use a Trezor. So I am a, I'm an old school, hard, hard wallet person. Hold on. Like. Go slow or go slow. So I have Trezor, T-R-E-Z-O-R. Is this my BitPay copay? No. Yeah. BitPay copay. Yes. So copay. So the other thing though, is I like my hardware wallet because when Bitcoin makes a run, like when it goes baller, like it just did. You, you, um, you're I have three steps ahead, sweetie. Is this the right? Wait, no, I got to tell you about this wallet thing. I'm still on wallet. Where do I? I know what wallet do I go to? You realize I'm talking to you. I don't have my glasses on. I can't see your screen. Oh, okay. I'm trying well, to. I'm where I you had your bio 
popped up to like 60 point font so I could read it. That's why you're not with me. Okay. So I'm trying to show people on the video what you're talking about. So they have a, a grasp. Oh, you're doing a walkthrough. I, I didn't realize you're doing a walkthrough. Yeah. I was trying to just give them a little love in the walkthrough. But they won't be able to do that on audio. Yeah, that's okay. I at least want to be able to go slow enough a little bit because I've even lost you. Okay. So there's different wallets. You have okay. Ethereum-based wallets and Bitcoin-based wallets. Okay. They're different wallets. And I'm sure there are now wallets that do both. I'm a practical person. All my I am diversified. My stuff is on different things. They're literally, you know. I got something here, something there, something there, something there. Well, what do you suggest, right? For someone who wants to be, come on, you got to suggest something. Okay. Trezor is a hardware wallet. Why do I like it? It's like a USB stick that goes in your computer. It holds all of your private keys. So it's in there. It's on the hardware. You pull that puppy out, you put it in the safe, you're good. You can't get to the wallet unless you stick it in the computer and unlock the wallet. Okay, I'm going to show everybody a screen of that. If they're listening on <clears throat> the uh, audio, it's T-R-E-Z-O-R -E wallet. Um, if you are listening on the video, you can see it in front of yes. you. Trezor.io, T-R-E-Z-O-R. -E there, there are many other hardware wallets of which I am completely unfamiliar. So I do not want to say good or bad things about anybody. I only know that I have six of these bad boys. So I love this. The other thing is I'm a hodler, right? So I set up my Trezor and I named one of the wallets on there house down payment fund. Mm, that's funny. So I would just shove a portion of my income in there and I'm hodling it. Right. So, and then, you know, 2020 was hard on a lot of people, you know, some, some people soared and some people like we saw a little reduction in our income there. It could be really like tempting just to go empty that wallet, right? Mm -hmm. I can't get into my wallet at the moment. I'm gonna have to update the firmware, go in the, get my seed phrase, reprogram it, reinstall it, um, which is kind of a pain in the butt. So I'm just gonna ride it. The whole point was it's, I'm supposed to hodl it until I'm ready to buy a house, right? Right, that's true. Okay, so for just people who understand, there's a difference between what she's talking about as Trezor is an actual physical, Physical key. Physical key. Locker. Yeah. I'm just breaking it down because I, I need to Perfect. restate what you're saying because you go really fast. I'm sorry. And I'm trying to tear it down for people who are like trying to catch up. Okay. So, all right. So I'm just going to repeat a little bit, which as she's talking about Trezor wallet, T-R-E-Z-O-R -E wallet, which is a physical thing. Now, I'm buying on Coinbase. What you're saying is you can buy there and then move it over to Trezor, or do you suggest buying with Binance? You can buy with Trezor. I'm oh, sorry, with with Coinbase, with Kraken, with Binance, with um, uh, uh, oh my goodness, there's another one that came from China, which is actually like the biggest one, and it, its name is escaping me at the moment. Um, so if you're looking at my screen right now, I have a screen of Binance. Yes. Okay. And on the screen, there's three things. It says BNB, which is at 40.25. And then you have BTC, which is Bitcoin at 37,000. Yep. Okay. So tell us a little bit about each of these. Well, I can't see your screen, but oh. here's the thing. So what you're looking at is called an exchange. And an exchange is where you can buy it for money. If you are a small business, if you are an online entrepreneur, if you are anybody like that who people pay you, the fastest way to start collecting and hodling Bitcoin is allow people to pay you in Bitcoin or Ethereum or Bitcoin Cash or whatever you want to accept. When you do that, you don't have to worry about going through the exchange. You don't have to worry about the transaction fees because the person who sends it to you pays those and you just get your money in crypto. Could you explain to people why Bitcoin in the United States is different if I flew all the way to Spain or somewhere like that? Okay, so there are other countries where getting Bitcoin is very difficult. 
it is a currency of choice because their their own currency is devalued. Um, so if you go to try, you know, in Africa, you want to sell it. And this, and I know people who are doing arbitrage, they would buy it here um, on Kraken or they, they have all of the exchanges up. They say, who's got it for the cheapest? They buy it there and then they turn around and sell it somewhere else almost immediately. That's right. called arbitrage. And so they would go to these other countries and they would sell it for, you know, sometimes thousands more because mm -hmm. it's so difficult to get there. Mm -hmm. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. So I just want people to have some, some, a little bit of kindergarten steps so they can say, oh, okay, I understand what they're talking about. Right. And that's the, that's full, the full disclosure. I will never teach you how to trade. Yeah. I will never teach you how to do arbitrage. I will never teach you any of those things. I literally get paid in crypto and it sits there and I don't touch it unless right. I need to, but I do not do any of those things. I do have Heather and I have been booking guests. We do have a long list of the most fabulous, brilliant people. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you I'm an expert at anything other than due diligence and compliance. Cause I don't look like, I don't look good in orange. That's what I hope. <laughs> Is this project legitimate? Are they creating a fraudulent pump and dump situation? Are all those advisors on that project actually really attached? Yeah. Is it a real business? Is there a desired marketplace? Those things, oh, we're going to have a whole episode on that. We are going to yeah. rip apart some white papers. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, I mean, that's what's so beautiful about this, this show, just so y'all know what's going on is that Adrian really is superly connected into that world, blockchain and crypto. Um, I started this brand actually a year and a half ago. That's why you can see the very first podcast with, with Gary Leland, who got me into it. Um, he encouraged me. I mean, he encouraged me to do this show. And then you know, he really did try to open doors for me, which I really appreciate. But I just couldn't, I just couldn't, I, 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 the good old boy club. I couldn't crack it, man. I freaking tried. So that's why I've teamed up with Adrienne, right? Is that I I'm interested in it. I'm a business person. I'm focused. I'm focused on my wealth. I do believe my belief is that you really can't become wealthy without investing, um, investing into real estate, investing into whatever you choice. That's why I like this podcast because I feel like we're giving you information to choose if you want to invest or not. It's not your our thing to I, say. I, I, the due diligence and compliance person in me is having like, I don't want to say investing, ah, but there's another option creating. Okay. We are going to talk about non-fungible tokens and how to actually take your brand. Uh, Heather here actually dropped some major knowledge on Bumani. If you guys don't know Clubhouse yet, it is like the- Oh yeah, we're big on Clubhouse. We love Clubhouse and Bumani is an artist, right? And so for artists, and influencers and actors and any other kind of celebrity, you can actually use non-fungible tokens as like digital assets and swag and limited edition. And it's just, it is the coolest thing ever. And so she's dropping some knowledge on him now that now she's like, I gotcha. It's, it yeah. is awesome. So we are going to show you how that works too. In one of the future shows, we're going to go over why everybody's saying DeFi is the future. And you're like, what the heck is DeFi? We'll do that in a future episode. Yeah. All these things. Um, I'm learning along with everyone, right? Yeah. So she's sending me things and I'm asking, you know, what I call kindergarten questions where the I think that's, so here's the thing I learned in being stuck and you know, thrown into the world two years ago <laughs> is that I thought being thrown into the world, I can ask those stupid questions in that space. No. And they wanted nothing to do with me because I would start asking like really basic questions and they looked at me like, I don't want to do with you. So I want this podcast to be a place where people can email us questions. And by the way, you can go to um, cryptolikeaboss.io, but also our email let me put a different thing crypto like a boss show at gmail.com yeah, we are actually going to update that because in order for me to steal the twitter from the squatter uh we need to have a crypto like a boss.io email okay um so i'm going to type in this right now which is um so she hold on i'll show you where to go our okay. beautiful sociotap Yes. Okay. So you can go to Sociotap. I'm going to spell that S O 
So think of social without the L. Okay. So yeah. social without the L, socia and then tap, T A P dot com forward slash crypto. If you go there, there's a link that has our email. It also has a place for speakers. It has a place for, uh, you know, to raise your hand and say you're interested in talking to us about sponsorship, um, things like that. And remember, we're going to be talking about crypto, blockchain, Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, and any of the things, I mean, like that whole gamut, right? That really is our job to, to do that for you. That's what we want to bring to you. And I think it's great that we're women because we can, I feel like I have, that's the beauty of being women. I feel like I've asked stupid questions, but at the same time, that's why I didn't do the show by myself. So that finishing my story, that's why I didn't, I launched the brand and then it went nowhere because I couldn't get these guys to like return phone calls. So then when I teamed up with Adrian, she posted one post on Facebook and we <laughs> haven't even launched yet. And she had 50 comments. And I think I did share the post on mine. Yeah. And I got like zero. So, so, so I did, Put it into a couple of my other uh, blockchain groups, like the the women in uh, the women in blockchain. Yeah, there's, there's like twenty thousand of us, so we should be getting some. And they're badass. I mean, my girls, my crypto vixens are baller. Okay, they do they do ambitious projects that will change the world for millions of people. Almost by far, almost all of them. And that's why so, I'm excited about bringing those people on here. Yeah. So we can bring, we can bring some energy to them, some promotion to them, highlight them. I think that women, even when they're baller and doing cool shit, they don't get the promotion that they deserve. And they don't ask for it either. Which they don't ask for it. So I really want to put light and shed light and ask questions and how can we support you and, and really build a community. Are we going to create a Facebook group? We probably should. We probably should. And then the other things that we're going to showcase on this show is we're going to do uh, some round robin kind of things where it's like, this is a, this is a, the five uh, top social impact projects this week. And this is right. the five biggest movers this week and, and things like that. So you're going to get a variety of topics and feel free to also suggest topics to us. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, we should probably create a Facebook group. I'll put that on my agenda. Okay. We'll do that. And then please follow us on Clubhouse. Yes. Mother we Haven are Hood. going to be doing some of yeah. these rooms recording this podcast yeah. in a Clubhouse room yes. with some of the biggest people in the industry. And yes. then taking questions and answers from the audience, which is super cool. Which is super cool. So we should probably done this live on your Facebook page today. We probably should have done that. We we can. It's it's hooked up to Streamyard. It's we can broadcast on my LinkedIn, on my well, Twitter got rid of Periscope, but on my LinkedIn, on my Facebook, and you know. Well, we're not going. We're going live right now, but we didn't. I'll just give you the video, so you'll just go video. But we will in the future. That's yeah. Our plan. Yeah. Okay. That's our plan. That's today our plan. Was kind of a. The, today was a learning to dance. Yes. Check check. Everything like Mind. we're check, 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 right? We want to make sure that everybody can hear us, that our audio is good. You know, I'm yep. podcasting from bed today because my studio didn't get finished in time, but I'm going to have a pretty old backdrop that says crypto like a boss with the new, the Sociotap logo. <gasps> oh, gotta get that. Andrea just like crushed our page. Oh my she God. Did. It's so good. I can't even tell you. It's so sexy. And I'm so excited. I can't even wait. So this is yeah, really awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Let's be clear. This is really honestly the first time I've worn makeup in like a week. You wore makeup? Oh, that's true. You did go to bail. This is for me like a month. I'm like, she's making me put on mascara. I know. Because we've been doing so many clubhouse stuff that you don't have to wear makeup. And it's been awesome. It's been and, awesome. And just to restate. So when she was talking about Bomani, that's a person's name. His name is Bomani. X actually. Um, he's an artist and right now he's the literally the face of Clubhouse. His profile picture is the app icon. Like the actual icon. Yeah. And he has um over last I checked 450,000 followers. Followers. And yeah, he comes, he's gonna come into some of our rooms because he gives me uh, he's so sweet. I was like, can you come into our room? Because when you when you tap just a little head bit of clubhouse, when you bring a heavy hitter like that into your room and you make them a moderator with a little green dot, what that does is it 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 clubhouse then pings their entire list of 450,000 people to come into their room. It, it literally put 
our room on 450,000 people's hallway. Yeah. So they could all see it. Yeah. Yeah. So last night we were in a room and it was, it was we went out for three hours. So it was dying down to like 30, which was fine. We were both tired. It was super and, high quality. And then all of a sudden, Bobani saw me in it and he came in and like within what, 10 minutes, we were at 350 people. Yeah. I mean, imagine, think of a seminar room, you're at 30 people and one person walks in the room and now you have 400, 350 people walking. You're like, what do you do with that? You're like, I guess we're not leaving. I guess we're not leaving. I guess we're going to go for another two hours. <laughs> yeah. Which we kind of did. So uh, yeah, that's the power of clubhouse. So we're going to be doing these shows on clubhouse recording as well. So make sure that you go to clubhouse, follow Heather Havenwood and Adrian Ashley and put the little, uh, the little bell that? that says always for notifications. Yeah, you went always, not just sometimes. Always. Well, that's because at that everybody who had always for Bumani, all of those people actually got pinged. I know. Everybody else had just showed up in their hallway. So that's why you always mm -hmm. want to have always. Always. Um, and then please go to uh, CryptoLikeABoss.io. We are on Spotify, Google, Amazon, Apple. iTunes. Yep, we're on all that. And we just got submitted to iHeart. So we'll we haven't gotten approved. We just got that submitted. So we'll be on all of that. So please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Is iHeart gonna be okay with me using the F word? Yes, as long as we put that it's um it's not safe for work. I said porn and F. So not safe for work. There you go. There you there go. You go. But, you know, here's the thing about the crypto industry and in the industry at large. Like I said, we are trying to drag more women into this industry because you have great ideas and you can contribute whether you have technical expertise or not. One of the things, and I had a woman I wanted to bring onto a, a project that was a baller project in the medical industry. She's got 30 years of hospital experience and she turned down an advisory role because she says she doesn't understand blockchain. I'm like, girl, you don't know how email works and you use it every day. So there, and you know, it took a while to get through to her and, and that's what I want to avoid. I want, I want women to dissuade themselves from limiting beliefs. And Heather is like the greatest mind shift genie guru. <laughs> she can just change your mind. You won't even know what's happening, but all of a sudden like abundance just falls in your lap because she changed the way you think it's awesome. And we need that in crypto desperately. So mm -hmm. I am, absolutely honored to be co-hosting this with her oh, it was a badass you. idea she's like it's ready to go show up i'm like i'm in yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll book the guests i already reached out everybody's already said yes they're like of course yeah let me speak to that for just a second on so i'm an early adopter kind of person there's all you are too so but i just want to speak to that and um i've I, I've always been an early adopter, but I didn't know I was an early adopter. Does that make sense? I just thought that yeah. I was always be, I always felt I was behind the curve on everything, but actually I was, I'm like a super early adopter. Cause you were so, behind the five OGs in front of you. Yeah. Where the millions were still waiting. Right. So I was like, ah! so I've always been like this early adopter and, but I haven't trusted my gut around it, which is an interesting piece. But I find that I'm one of those people where I lean in to change. Like I lean in. I just lean in. So when people say I'm fear of change, fear of change, I'm like, God, I lean into change. I lean into that so much um, because the reason, I, I don't know why, honestly, I don't know what's innate in me or what, but I look back at a story. I'll just show the story because it's funny. When I was, uh, when I was like in high school or something like that, my, uh, my dad was, my dad was an early adopter. We had like beta, you know, the beta discs, we had VHS. Mm -hmm. You know, we had all that stuff when other people didn't, he even had, I don't know if you remember, it was only a couple of years that went live. So between VHS and disc, they had the really big laser discs. I own that laser disc player and all of the original Criterion Collection extended editions of Star Wars because I didn't like the way they messed with it before they put it on, v uh, on DVD. Okay, yeah. So you and my dad would hang out. So my dad <laughs> got the laser, and that was back in the day. You had to go to Blockbuster Video, and then like a video was a dollar ninety nine to rent, and then the laser was like eight dollars to rent. But my dad's like, "We're getting the laser," you know. So I <laughs> get the laser, and I'm like, "But dad, I want that movie, and it's not laser. Doesn't matter. Get a laser movie." Like he was just like this <laughs> ridiculous forward. He had to turn it over. 
It was double-sided. Yeah, yeah that was, it's like ridiculous. I'm like, what right. happened to just, anyway, my dad, I never really realized until the last recent years that I'm an earlier adopter because of him. I'm not sure like that is, but he had this like, gotta be in front of everything. You know what I mean? And so I'm not like that on cars though. My car is like 11 years old and it's got 80,000 miles on it. It's a nice Lexus. It's beautiful condition. And like, to me, I'm like, why? Okay. That that's me. I'm just a very like certain things. I'm like, I've got to be on the top, but some things I'm like, it's a gorgeous car. It's 8,000 miles, barely moves. Like, why would I get a new car? But there's most, but that's why I love this show. That's why I'm excited. That's why I'm like excited to learn. I'm excited to teach other people, the people that want to lean into that change. I want them to come here and go, okay, I can lean into the change here. I can lean in because the worst feeling is when you're leaning into something new and the people that are kind of teaching you are making you feel like an idiot when you're still the earlier adopter with them. They're just like the early, earlier adopters, but you're still in that bell curve. And I just don't want people to think. And honestly, I believe, tell me I'm wrong, but I really think the people that are leaning into crypto right now, blockchain, they're still, this is still early adopting. I don't think it's that mainstream yet. It It's not. Although mainstream people now have an inkling of what the word Bitcoin means. It's right. some digital money. That's as far as they got. But what I want to tell you, what I want to tell everybody, you know, you're talking about leaning into change. Mm -hmm. Change is not optional in this particular situation. Hmm. This is the future. So your choice is you can either start getting comfortable now, figuring out your place in the world now, or you can wait for it to become mainstream, wait for it to become how everything is done, and then try and pick up then. But trust me, being an OG, because at this point, 10 years from now, you're still going to be an OG. I mean, I've been in since 2009, but I wasn't heavy, heavy into it until like 2012-ish. Then I started to get more into the coding. Yeah. What's an OG? Original gangster. <laughs> oh my God. I'm over here raising my hand. Like what the hell is an OG? That's why the OG group on Clubhouse is called the OG group. I'm an original gangster, baby. I was in internet marketing back when internet marketing was so male dominated. I had to pretend to be a dude. My name was David and I sold woodshed uh, plans to build woodsheds in the back of your You're not the same. My name was Max. Right? So back when internet marketing first started, it was all dudes. And the dudes were not like all about this, like welcoming the women in. Like it was, it was a dude central, like, but I've always had male friends. So to me, I just, I was just myself. I just changed my name to David. And, and some of these gurus who've been in internet marketing since the very beginning, I finally revealed to them, I'm like, hey, you remember David, that woodshed guy? They're like, oh yeah, how do you know David? I'm like, David. Uh, they freaked out. They're like, yeah, because it was like five years. It's crazy good. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, I had, I had a name named Max. Well, I couldn't market a woodshed building plans, oh, like how to build a woodshed as Adrian Ashley, right? Like, I mean, I was, Literally, I'm the author of every single girl's guide to her future husband's last divorce. So I'm a legal and financial guide in relationships. And it was the number one marriage book in America from when it came out in 2008, to 2011. So what am I supposed to be doing? Selling woodshed kits? Like that's off brand, right? Right. So I had to be a dude anyway. So I sold all the male affiliate marketing, all that other stuff as my dude persona. I love that. That's actually really smart. Well, I, I sell testosterone pills as Max. That's hilarious and awesome. Mm -hmm. And it goes right in line with you coaching men on how to date because, you know. Right. So Heather did the other thing and then Max sold the dick pills. Oh, yes. Those because are You got to have me. You got to be a man. <laughs> they, they, they are very useful. And I will say. That as expensive as things can get, I have found that a quick trip to Mexico uh, on a discount flight where it only cost me like $200 round trip will actually save me money when I want to go get my EpiPens or Viagra. Uh, I have multi, <laughs> uh, what do you call it? Um, that, I have a little vascular disease. My hands and feet are always cold. So uh, somebody suggested I take Viagra and then all of a sudden I wasn't cold anymore. And then there were those awesome side 
benefits. Five multiple, benefits, right? <laughs> multiple, multiple benefits. So this podcast is about crypto, blockchain, artificial intelligence, going to Mexico to get your drugs, and whatever other sexual things. Whatever are else. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I my my dating app matches on sexual compatibility. I married. I majored in sex ed. I wanted to be the next Dr. Ruth. I'm just going to give you forewarning. This is why it's not safe for work because there's no filter between what goes in my head and out my and mouth. And I taught men how to date and have sex with women. And a, most, most of the conversations right. were about sex and sexuality with men. And but I thought I was going to be the next Dr. Ruth. I went down that whole thing. I was going to get yep. sex certified to teach this, this, this. And then I was like, I, mean, I really looked at it. I spent hours looking at how am I going to position myself? I thought about doing like, being an expert in um, vi vi you know, vibrators. I did that model for a long time. Yeah. And so I, I just taught men how to date women. And then I started a supplement company and a weight loss company. And now I teach people how to start businesses and do crypto stuff. Well, that's because you have founded many companies and helped other people found companies and scaled them to multiple millions and you can do it in your sleep. So when we come to doing that, then you're the one who's going to have the unconscious competence. And I'm going to go, hold up. I know somebody had a question because I just did. I'll, okay, so I'll end my side with a fun story about the internet marketing world, which is I was in a group full of men. It was all these guys at this party. And I don't know what happened, but this young guy said something to me. Um, and he said, like, he was trying to challenge me to step up. You know how guys are. Step up. And he goes, what are you, like, a pussy? Like that. And I go, actually... I am. Did you know that pussy is the star's wars? You guys, all you guys in here right now who are trying to make a lot of money. You know why you're trying to make a lot of money? Because you're trying to get pussy. And, and he just true. like had this like, yeah, you're right. Oh, crap. <laughs> right? I guess okay. actually the word P, I know you think that's a negative word, but actually it's the most powerful. On the freaking planet. Wow. So there you go. Boom. Boom. I was just gonna say, mic drop moment might be a good time. We need to have one of those long. Yeah, we need that. Oh, wait, I have that. Hold on. I do. And then why don't you end it after you find that? After I find I you know, I'm doing this without glasses. So I just okay. want you all to give me props for the fact that I can't see. Because we're going on an hour and I know you enough to know that if I don't wrap this up, we're going to be here for two. Okay, hold on. And boss.io, Check it out if yep. you're interested. Um, we're just getting started. This is a warm-up. This is a warm-up. So just so y'all know that we're going to have a lot of fun. That's right. Uh, let me see if I can make the button work. Can't touch this. Hold on. I got I'm trying to find the uh where's the air horn and the buzzer and the I don't know. I I got to I got to get my soundboard going. That's what I'm really working on. But we are going to teach ah! everybody how to make cha-ching with crypto either by creating your own project, analyzing and doing your due diligence on other people's projects and deciding when and if to get in mm -hmm. uh, or going the, the kind of straight route. That's kind of like, I'm going to go invest in an EFT where there's actually hedge fund managers managing my investment. And I'm just going to get a percentage return and I don't have to make any decisions. Like there's all different ways you can play, but I'm here to tell you that change is here. Change is happening. It is coming quickly. Now is a good time to get educated. And uh, I am excited to be here with you, Heather. I think this is going to be a super mm -hmm. fun show. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm super excited. Okay, so wrapping up, this is my name is Heather Havenwood, and this is my co-host, Adrienne Ashley. So welcome to our very first one of Like a Boss, Crypto Like a Boss. And you can go check out everything at CryptoLikeABoss.io. Um, there you can, um, let's see, well, you can check us out, but you can also make sure that you subscribe. Subscribe. If, subscribe. We do have an Instagram. We do have an Instagram and that is Instagram.com forward slash crypto like a boss. When you go there, you will see the link we're talking about. So you can just click a link if you're interested in contacting us or sponsorships or whatever. So 
the show. And then I am on Instagram, Heather Havenwood. She is on Instagram at Adrian. Adrian. I'm pretty much at Adrian everywhere. Yeah, which I don't know how she did that. Um, early adopter. Early adopter. Early adopter. I get in before it goes live. Except yeah. on Polyvore, this little 14-year-old grabbed my name. I'm still pissed about that. It's the one platform I don't have my name. That's really funny. So you can check both of us out on Instagram. Um, and I'm excited. I'm excited about having you. We're going to end this. Any last words? Uh, I am excited for all of you here. You are about to go on an amazing journey. And I promise Heather and I are going to make it fun, entertaining, educational, and well worth your time. Well worth your time. All right, everyone. My name is Heather Havenwood. And um, have an amazing day. <laughs>